This is one of my um, favorite scripture passages uh, when I was in college was this John 16, 33. In the world, you, you will have trouble, but take courage, I have conquered the world. It would be very good for us to um, really take like a day's worth, maybe at least to start, to really take the words of God and apply them to our life. Because Jesus is commanding here how we are to live. In the world, you will have trouble, but take courage. I have conquered the world. Other areas of scripture and gospel, Jesus says, do not be troubled. This is a command. Do not be troubled. Uh, when we become troubled and start to separate ourselves from Jesus, we act very foolishly and we can say some very wounding words. And the very problems we're trying to fix, we're making worse. But we think in our blindness that we're fixing it because we're upset. It's correct to use righteous anger. Jesus uses it. But if we separate ourselves from Jesus's mind and Jesus's words and Jesus's heart, we can't fix anything on our own. Jesus has redeemed this world. Jesus has healed this world. Jesus says, I have conquered the world. He never says that by ourself that we will conquer. In him we have victory. This is so crucial. It's a good practice to really take our day and to really be with Jesus. Jesus is gonna always wanna be with us. Our issue is that we don't always wanna be with Jesus. That's our problem. You know, if, we, if we're with Jesus truly, wherever we are, not just in church, when I'm brushing my teeth, when I'm drinking a glass of water, when I'm speaking to my friends, when I'm working, if I'm mowing the lawn, if I'm doing laundry, if I'm having a difficult conversation with somebody, if I'm admonishing somebody, if I'm encouraging somebody, if I am always with Jesus, my demeanor is always going to be good. At least at a base level. If I start to forget that Jesus is with me, I'm gonna have some problems. I'm gonna not exactly know how to speak to people. I'm not gonna know how to listen to people. And I'm gonna start losing sight of the hope and the confidence that everything that's happening in this life, God has already conquered. It's not an issue that hasn't been conquered. He's already conquered it. And my job description is to remain in him knowing that it's already conquered. All the things that happen and are allowed in this world, it's not as if God's arm was twisted and he was forced. Nobody makes God do anything. He doesn't like sin. He hates sin, but he has allowed it. Nobody made God allow it. Nobody makes God do anything. And he says, I have conquered the world. He's completely in charge. 
there's no problem in God. He says to the disciples on the road to Emmaus, how foolish you are and how slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke. Should not the Christ have suffered? As if to say, do you not remember or do you not believe the word of God? Are you shocked that the Messiah has to suffer? And we're brought into the mystical body of Christ. That what is lacking in the suffering of Christ in his members is being fulfilled, lived out in his members here now and in purgatory. They are suffering. This is why St. Paul could say on some level, are you, not, are you unaware that you have been baptized into the death of Christ? Are you not aware of it? Because if you're not aware of it, you're not gonna understand why you're suffering ultimately and what's going on in your life. If you don't know what happened to you in baptism, that you were actually buried with Christ, you were baptized into his death, incorporated into his very life, he's a suffering servant. But if you don't know that, or if you have forgotten that, or even worse, if you don't believe that, you're gonna be troubled. You're gonna be deeply disturbed. And the chances are, when that faith and that trust starts to move away, we're gonna deeply wound people by our words and our actions. Because we're gonna think that I can take care of the situation somehow on some level by myself, even if we don't realize it. The Messiah threw no insults back when he was insulted. He threw no insults back. And this is the image that we are being refashioned into. These are the heights to which we have to rise. This is the mountain that we have to climb. And we're not gonna do it by ourselves. That's why we have to remain with Jesus and not be tired of following him. It's easy for us to focus on the task at hand and to be bothered by having to stay with Jesus. We kind of get bored with Jesus. But Jesus doesn't want us to be bored. He wants us to be in love, in relationship with him, because he loves us. Sometimes we don't realize that he's just right there. Or we don't realize just how good he really is. It's easy for us to say sometimes God is all powerful, but it's not easy for us, and it's a church teaching, in, a, in, in, in every sin is a lack of trust in his goodness. It's not easy for us to believe that God is all good. It's a lot easier for us to say that God is all-powerful. Of course, he can just smash the earth away. It's not easy for us to say he so loves the world that even in the mess of it, he wants to lay down his life for it, and he throws no insult. Like, what? He was killed for it. How could you not destroy them? 
He was killed for it. It was after they killed him, after we killed him, that eyes, a lot of eyes began to be open. He was really, in many ways, not recognized in his suffering. It was easy to cast him away as the problem because he's causing me problems in my life. He's frightening me by how he lives. He's claiming to be God. That scares me. This can't be. This would be offensive to God. That scares me. Off with his head, so to speak. This can't be the way. But after he was pierced through, and even Longinus is healed in his eyes because of it, eyes begin to open. The earth quakes. There's an eclipse of the sun. Christ comes back to life and is appearing to people, 500 at one time. He's appearing to one breathing murderous threats, Saul, and he turns him into like the greatest missionary we've maybe ever seen. But it's not because Saul was so great, it's because Jesus did what Jesus always did. He listened to his father and then acted. He always was with his father. And that's what he's saying here. He says to them, do you believe now? Behold, the hour is coming and has arrived when each of you will be scattered to his own home. You're going to scatter. You're going to abandon me. You're going to leave me alone. But I'm not alone. The Father is with me. I've never been alone. And that's what God wants you to know. You're not alone. You have a Father who loves you and has been willing to give his Son to die for you. And you've got to change while you still have time. You're brought into the mystical body of Christ and made one. And my servant Paul will talk about this. And the members, you've got hands and you've got feet. How can you say you don't need the Blessed Mother's intercession? Do you not need your foot? Do you not need your hand? You're brought into the body of Christ, and Jesus is the head, and you don't need a hand or a foot or a heart or your lungs or your liver or your skin. You don't need it? Of course you do. How will you drink a cup of coffee if you don't have help of your hand? How will you walk if you don't, if you don't have feet? How will you do these things? After he died and rose, do you think that people wouldn't naturally run to his mother and say, what was he like? We killed him. What was he like? What foods did he like? What did he sound like at the dinner table? Did he laugh? Did he cry? Did he go to the bathroom? Is he really like us? Is it really God? Did we really kill the one the prophet spoke about? Is it him? You know what she would say? Here's what I'm going to tell you. This is what he was like. And now that you know and you've come to believe, do whatever he tells you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. 
Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.